Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Defense! Defense! All the hard work, let's go! College football today. Week number six of the college football season. Back on college football today. Brought to you by BetDSI. Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, and Gabe Morenci breaking it down. We left... With a couple games within the SEC, we're going to pick it up right now. Texas A&M and Kentucky. This is a critical matchup for both teams. Texas A&M lost to Alabama and Clemson, but they are facing the hottest team within the conference in the Wildcats. I'm taking Benny Snell here. I know they can't stretch teams vertically, but I still think they're the hotter team in this matchup. I think they get the close three-point win over the Aggies later it, tonight. It wouldn't shock me. I'm on Texas A&M only because I, I think this is a tough spot for these Kentucky kids. They're not used to they're not used to this level of prosperity. This is obviously a difficult place to to win. And and more than anything else, the one thing that A&M is doing really well is stopping the run. And if Kentucky can't run the ball. That's problems for the offense because Terry Wilson, as much of a revelation as he has been since transferring from Oregon, not a great passer. So I don't know if he's going to be able to take advantage of that AM secondary. AM can stop or at least slow down Benny Snell. If that happens, Aggies get the victory. But again, I'll take nothing away from what Mark Stoops and Kentucky has done. This is a legitimate SEC football team. They run it between the tackles, play outstanding defense. I watch Josh Allen, their, their defensive end slash outside linebacker. You know who I see? I see a young Khalil Mack. Yeah. That's the way he gets into the backfield. So I think we talked very about good that. football team. Didn't we talk? We've talked about the the interior lines of Kentucky and them winning on both fronts. They they win the, in the trenches on both sides of the football, Joe. And you know what's amazing? The Wildcats haven't started the season six and zero since nineteen fifty. 1950, I'm not buying into a letdown. I heard the same crap after they beat the Florida Gators. Wow, the Florida Gators, first time in 31 years, going to be let down. There was no letdown. There was no letdown after they beat Mississippi State. And then once again with South Carolina, where there was no letdown. If they didn't let down after beating the Florida Gators for the first time in 31 years, there's no such thing as a letdown. That's they, a great point. If they lose the game, they lose the game because they weren't as good. But I don't believe it's a letdown. I think these kids, it's contagious. Winning is contagious. They know what's going on. I think they're starting to think SEC Conference Championship game. Like, I think they're starting to think, well, you know what? We're, we're in the mix here. Yeah, well, I, it, I mean, granted, I mean, if they can be 6-0 in this ballgame, I, I would agree with you. They could challenge Georgia in that matchup. Here's the one thing. When you look at the breakdown of the football perspective, you mentioned Texas A&M. They're holding opposing offenses to 82 rushing yards per game. The way you have to attack Texas A&M is over the top. They're giving up 272 passing yards per game. But the flip side is Kentucky with Terry Wilson is only averaging 153 passing yards per game. He only has two touchdowns. Five interceptions, if they're forced into long third downs, that could be a long day with the 12th man, with the crowd. Again, I don't buy it. I'm with you, Gabe. I think Kentucky, they need to run the ball, get Snell going, yeah, you know, play and, ahead of the and sticks. The, play and ahead the thing, of the sticks. And the thing about Mark Stoops that he's done with that defense, Rich, two years ago they were in the area of about 232 rushing yards allowed against opposing offenses within the conference. This year in, in this matchup, they're only allowing 111 rushing yards per game that's going to put a lot of pressure on Kellen Mann and the Aggies' offense to beat them over the top. Yeah, I mean, it's going to put a lot of pressure on Travion yeah. Williams, too. And, and, and A&M is down a receiver, so the passing game is going to be hurt as well. Jamon Osborne will not uh, be playing in this game. So I, I just I don't think it's a letdown. I never mentioned anything. I don't think this is a letdown type of a situation. I mean, uh, Kentucky's riding the wave. Gabe brings up a great point. If you're going to be let down, it would have been post-Florida after yeah. you beat them for the first time. One since thing with A&M the- where we'll give them credit, they lost to Clemson, they lost to Alabama. They've played a pretty tough schedule yeah. so far this year. Yet, I think Kentucky have shown that they're battle-tested to go on the road. I mean, to me, you know, if you're betting on a team, if they're an underdog, you want a team that can throw the football, that can come back if they find themselves down. You're going on the road and you're taking a road underdog, or you want a team 
fundamentally tough in the trenches, good defense, good offensive lines, and a star running back. Um, Kentucky have all the above. We got to give Stoops credit as well. Yeah, Wilson's going to have to make some plays in this ball game. I agree. Agreed. He's yeah. going to have to make some plays either with his legs outside the pocket, or he's going to have to stretch that defense vertically again. I don't like this game. Got some Clemson fans, some Clemson. I uh, saw that. Yeah, there we go. Clemson. Go Tigers. There you go. Clemson. Well, the go Tigers. I don't know if this is politically correct or not, but go. I'm just going to say it's <laughs> it's MILF Central down oh, here today. That would oh, not well. be politically correct. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to define that. that for you right there. <laughs> Thank you, Governor. That's very good. We'll turn our attention to this game. I mean, I've been very impressed with the job that Mike McIntyre has done with Colorado. 4-0. They got the victory last week over Chip Kelly at home in dominating fashion. Won that oh, ball looks game. like we have a touchdown Sooners. Uh, <laughs> touchdown Sooners early on. But they face Herm Edwards in Arizona State. To me, this is a bad matchup for Arizona State. I've been very impressed, not just with the offense led by Steven Montez, but that defensive secondary, Rich, holding opposing offenses to only 195 passing yards per game. That's been the difference from last year. They lost three guys to the NFL in 2016. They had a lot of inexperience, but I think they put the pressure on Manny Wilkins to beat them. I don't think he can. Love love Colorado here. I I do, too. I I think this is a show-me opportunity for the Buffaloes. Arizona State 0-2 on the road this year. Put a lot of pressure on opposing court. This is my big concern about Colorado. They haven't been tested. Yes. Now, they're 4-0, love LaVisca Chenault, love Steven Montez, Nate Landman, their linebacker, somebody we didn't talk much about in the offseason, has been fantastic. But can they do it against a better-coached, better, more talented type of a team? I like Colorado at home, but be wary of it. Sounds like you guys are starting to buy into Herm. I remember well, before the season started, I don't know how they got the job. How What's going on? I'm not buying into Herm. I just he, said better coached. He said right. that, yeah, that's what he's speaking of. Right. I remember being laughed at when I said Herm's going to outcoach Antonio, but that's besides yes, the did. point. And I gave I'll you, you all the credit with, with that pick. McIntyre's doing a hell of a job he up here. You're right. They really haven't been tested yet. They haven't had to leave. If this game was at Arizona State, I wouldn't be on Colorado here. But as long as they're staying at home right now, and I think Colorado will eventually be humbled as the season goes. Herm's doing a great job. Four and one against the number. And that's all that matters. He's 4-1 and one against the spread this year. But I'm going to ride Colorado here on their home field. I think the home difference is a, di- um, is a difference maker. Right. And I think uh, this team, listen, the Buffaloes have been picked to sort of break out for a couple of years now, and they never have. This year, we came into the year, people were kind of down on them. Oh, they only have four returning starters on offense. and rather, You know, they don't really have anything. Their defense is bad. They've been winning football games. I'm going to ride the wave with the Buffaloes. Well, just Agreed. quickly, I want to bring this up about Colorado. They lost Shea Fields. They lost Bryce Bobo. And they are, they're stretching teams vertically. I mean, Montez completing 75% of his passes, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. And we forgot to mention Trayvon McMillan, that yeah, Virginia Tech from transfer. Virginia. I wish, Running well, well. I wish the Hokies had him in this matchup later tonight against Notre Dame, but he's playing Guys, very they well. Guys, they took it off the board. They took it off the board. You'll call him a touchdown. Okay. So it's it's so still we're zero all zero. happy about that. <laughs> well, listen, but it's, quickly, it's, it's we're, first we're, in, it's first in goal. We're all happy that Texas Mike McIntyre doing a great job anyways. in Boulder. I mean, with losing those yeah. receivers and yet they've regrouped very quickly. This is a big game for Colorado. It's a it's a conference game and again, the toughest opponent they faced so far this year. Get the win, get to five, get to five and zero, oh, yep. and you have a legitimate shot of saying we might be able to win the Pac twelve. There's not a ton of great Pac twelve teams, so exactly. even if you finish second or third, you're still positioning yourself for a big time bowl right. game with the bowl affiliation. Colorado won the South just two years yeah. ago. Could you imagine if twice in three years yeah. they win the Pac twelve? Keep in mind the this. same division as USC and UCLA next week. Colorado USC. Yes, that's it's, a that's a ten thirty that, game yes, in it's LA. At, it's at LA. It's in LA. Right, right. So Colorado needs to win this game, yes. and then next Saturday is yes. a big game, huge game, huge game. If they can knock off Arizona State and then knock off USC, this is uh, again another team that we have to start thinking about as a top ten contender. Sneaky good, yes, yeah, sneaky, sneaky good. good. And not only that, but is McIntyre poised for a jump? I mean, you know, listen, if if you're Mike McIntyre, and let, let's say I don't want to jump too far ahead, let's say you win eight games, right? Let's say you win yes. eight games, even if it's not the Pac twelve South. Someone is going to look at Mike McIntyre. Colorado is one of the worst jobs in the Pac-12. Yeah. Worst jobs. One of the worst funded schools it's a weird, athletically. I know. It's a weird Not conference. a great stadium. So a bigger program coming after McIntyre, I think that's but a why distinct possibility. why isn't it funded better, Rich? How come? Like, we're talking. Facilities. We're Facilities talking, are, I know, but we're talking about down. Will they have money in Colorado? It's an affluent state. It's an affluent university. It's a, it's it's a all, matter of priorities. It's, 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 it's a priority. People used to, you know, I, I know a lot of people probably don't remember, but. Colorado used to be national champions. Yes, they were playing in Orange Bowls in big games. 
Darian Hagan, Cordell Stewart. Over here, the game starts over this way. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, we're... <laughs> back then, back then, there was a lot of. <laughs> let me guess. Let me just. Oh, to much to Gabe's point about Colorado, 1990. I was a huge bus fan. Yeah. With Hagen and Bill McCartney, sure. But Eric facility-wise, it's a, it's, it's like New York. It's like Rutgers. Facility-wise, it's a pro town. You got the Rockies. You got the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, but it's in Boulder. It's it's not especially it's, Denver. It's not football country, though. It it's, is. It's, Come on, it's not football country. It's football country for the Midwest. One thing not. I will say about the Colorado, it's basically a bunch of pothead kids that are like oh. it's a big it's a big party school at Boulder. Right. So it's amazing. You're just pissing off everybody today, aren't no, you? No, I, I say like it's a good thing. Okay. I have no problem. No, I'm. I go. Hey, go. I'd love to hang out in that. Uh, Four twenty. Yeah, I'd love to uh, inhale the fumes, not just of the barbecue, but everything else out there. You're not the talking about. The, you're not just talking fresh air. Right. No, no, like, no. Of course, I only partake where it's legal. Of yes, course, right. of course. Yeah. Okay, so we'll turn our attention to a great Big Ten battle. It's Iowa and Minnesota. Yeah. Iowa's won four of the last five by eight point seven points per game. Picked up this victory last year, seventeen to ten. Again, Minnesota not looking the way they should under PJ Fleck, winning ball games, but I want to say methodically not like they should. They're uh, they're Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota will be Minnesota. Will be Minnesota. They're always Minnesota. You didn't hire yes. Fleck to be Minnesota yes, to be correct. Minnesota That's why you got Minnesota. rid of my guy. Yeah, Tracy but when Clays. were they ever good? Glenn they Mason? They weren't. But, no, Glenn but, Mason but again, that's why, that's why you're looking for your Mark Mangino. When was Kansas ever good in football? So Mark Mangino I, brings him to an orange. I don't know if the Mac hiring Mac coaches. Works out. Oh, come on. Come on. Bo Schembechler was a Mac coach. We're going backwards. Nick Saban Bo went to Bo Kent Schembeck, State. Nick it. Saban was Kent State. No, listen. Right, I'm talking Mac about is the Kurt. cradle of coaches. All right. How did, uh, how did Buddy do when he left Kent State to go to Purdue? I'll throw one. I'll Ken, throw Ken, one. How did he go? Uh, was it uh, Daryl uh, Hazel? How did yeah. that work out? Well, of course. No, there, there, are, there are some There's flaws. He wasn't there Daryl Hazel flops, wasn't but... the, the creme de la creme no. of the Mac. He, no, was no. A, he, was, he had, I mean, he had the team. Ken, I mean, he had Kent State He there. was riding Jim Trestle's yeah, coattails, was, to be honest with you, at Ohio State. I'll say this about one coach that I've been very impressed with uh, making the jump to the Mac. Two, Actually, two now. Dino Babers from Bowling Green, but more good importantly, call, good call. more importantly, but that's they, not in the Big Ten. But no, that's no. not what's Dave in the Big Carson Ten. Dave Carson has really impressed me the way yeah. he's transitioned. Bowling Green, sure. The way he's transitioned Wake Forest because you talk about the physicality on the offense and defensive lines. Maybe they're not getting top five talent. Well, at Matt Wake. Campbell. Yeah, Matt Campbell's Matt a Campbell Toledo coach. The, yes. I mean, you know, and, and, and not to the Big Ten. I'm talking. Oh, you're to talking the Big specifically Ten. Big Ten. Yeah, right. it's almost like people look at the MAC like a minor league for the Big Ten. Yeah. I'm not saying Matt guys can't coach. You guys know I'm a huge Matt Campbell fan. I, I like these guys. Uh, you know, of course, you know, Woody, Woody and Bo, both were guys, right, from, from the Mac originally. Yeah. Uh, you quick, know, the Mac was a little different then, too. Was, yeah, true. True. Quick updates. They're Alabama, wearing leather helmets. Uh, to Alabama up 7 nothing, and on the 45 of Arkansas, and Gabe uh, mentioned Oklahoma driving. They did, in fact, score. Kyler Murray did uh, throw a touchdown pass up 7 nothing. Ellinger and the crew take over. What Murray about has 12, been 20? just, he has exceeded yeah. my expectations. Me too. I, mean, I thought he was more of a baseball player. Oh I'm not my god. Lie. I mean, he he moves as at a, a different passer. speed. And listen, as a pocket passer, he's been dangerous. But but outside the pocket, he moves at a different yeah. speed. You know what it is? You're to right. everyone around him. You could just tell he's, you a, could just he's tell. a better athlete. Yes. And it's his not his arrogance, but just it's like when you see him, it's like, wow, this kid's better than everybody. I was, he stands I was there, watching he's so footage of him stealing bases, obviously, on the diamond for Oklahoma. You know what it reminded me of? Looked like Ricky Henderson stealing bases. That is big, though. Ricky Henderson. So yeah, fast. He, no, he is fast. He's built like Ricky yeah. Henderson, kind of stocky, yeah. right? Undersized. Love Ricky Henderson. He was a great athlete. Was, you know, Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook. You see, when he goes coast to coast, I always picture Russell Westbrook as like a wide receiver. I'm like, mm. man, imagine this guy's a wide receiver. Turned out Russell Wilson was a hell of a linebacker. Really? Yeah. I, I, I saw his teammates. They said, man, he used to kill people, like crush them, <laughs> like Russell yeah, Westbrook. He's a big dude, Westbrook. Must be hard not to hit somebody, though, these days. You want to get in front of him? Without getting fouled. Well, you see the new proper way of, uh, yeah, of uh, sacking a quarterback in the NFL was demonstrated in baseball the other night when Baez hugged Arenado. I haven't watched a baseball game. Well, you don't even know what baseball yeah. is. You don't even know what the NFL Does is. Does Jim Rice still play We're for all the about Red college Sox. football games? Jim Rice. Don't have time for Jim baseball. Rice. Jim Rice, still one play. of my favorite. What are you doing? Quick. Fred Lynn, Jim Quick. Rice. You're going old school. Quick update Will Greer, three for three, a touchdown, up seven nothing on Kansas. Carter Stanley, though, starting to drive. Uh, they're in West Virginia territory with about 12 minutes left in that matchup. Uh, Iowa, Minnesota, Floyd of Rosedale. Floyd of Rosedale is a pig, by the way. Right. 
I love Iowa in this game. I like game. Iowa, too. This is just a matchup. Not, not a best bet. It's a matchup play for me because the, the Minnesota offense, particularly without Rodney Smith, you got the, you know, Zach Anistad, the quarterback, inexperienced, freshman. Iowa's defense has been lights out, even against Wisconsin when they lost a couple of weeks ago. I don't know how Minnesota scores. Uh, Iowa will struggle as well. I see this as something like a... I don't know, 28 to 14 type of a game for Iowa. Iowa only given up 176 passing yards per game, 84 rushing yards per game. They have the superior quarterback in Nate Stanley as well. I picked this team to win the division. I'm not backing down now. Tough loss against Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. Played very well in that game. Yeah, we'll see. Gabe, you have have a pick in that matchup? It's an ugly football game. Um, Minnesota are just a hard team to trust in this spot right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean with Iowa here as well. Yeah, and I think if and I didn't make the cut for best bets. Yeah, again another total forty two and a half. It's crazy. It's a conference. Sounds game. about right. Last year was what? What was 17, it? Uh, 10. 17, 17, 10. 10. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know, but Alabama, just... Alabama up seven nothing. We'll see. We'll Buffalo see. up six three early. Temple up seven nothing on ECU. Western Michigan up seven nothing early. Uh, already we got some points here. Scarnetti getting it done here. Yes. 7-7 seven, seven early. Four minutes in, All already right. 14 points scored in that football game. That's it. When we come back, Clemson and Wake Forest. Keep it where it is. Joe Lisi, Ritz Sermonello, and Gabe Morenci live from Studio 34. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Back on College Football Today, brought to you by BetDSI. BetDSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at BetDSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sporting events where you can make your play at any time during the game, BetDSI is now offering up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit if you use promo code FNTSY. That's BetDSI.com, promo code FNTSY. Head on over to BetDSI and start winning today. Great games on tap. We'll keep it in the ACC. Between. Every weekend in college. I, saw, I, I have to say, every I saw weekend Rich eyeing the great helmets behind you, and I'm like, it's a pretty I have helmets. Yeah, have- it's a pretty pro format, but don't we? Was that a, we got an FSU helmet. There's one. That, that's the old uh, Sonny Jurgensen Washington Redskin helmet. Yes, that's true. Back there. Oh, it is, huh? Yes. Barry? Yes, that's that's back in the day when the, in the early 1990s when they came out with the retro unis. That was when Sonny Jurgensen. We got to get played. universities to send yeah. us some helmets. We should. We had Skicks last year that that sent the sneakers and yes. stuff like that. We, we did. College yeah, the sneaker, the college sneakers from Skicks. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, we had Michigan ones up there. Yeah. In, I in was. Your honor. Um, yeah. I. Uh, I was um, the uh, the ambassador to the International Bowl. Remember the International Bowl yes. years ago? Yes. What they was still that? Play uh, Toronto, that, don't yeah, it's Toronto. It was yeah. uh, Big East versus MAC. Wow. And, um, Canada doesn't feel international. International Bowl should be know, like in Buenos Aires. Canada has like more that. college players playing in the CFL than uh, <laughs> than the NFL lately. I mean, they have some big names. Ma- uh, who Masoli's in there from Oregon, right? Oh, no, there's a lot of uh, Manziel was there, but I mean, some of, some yeah. of the other there's guys. a lot of Canadian kids actually in the MAC. It's it's one of the big sort of recruiting grounds. UConn has done Mac. well. Yeah, exactly. Buffalo has some some Canadian Buffalo. guys. Well, Buffalo they're, they're was border, well. they're on the yeah. border, right? Yeah. But I was going to say, you're right. I got swag from uh, from UConn before. UConn tracksuits. And yeah, Buffalo gave us nothing when it was Buffalo versus UConn. But I see Corey Parsons lingering in the yes, building. Yes, he is. The fantasy exec, the mayor of Harlem. And, um, you know, we bust uh, Corey up because he's got a lot of teams, but he always has a secondary team. Oh, that's my National League team. That's my other team. I'm just wondering who Corey's college team is. I almost want to get him in here. It's on the team that he bets on for that particular yeah, like week. Who's he, Speaking of which, like who's he laying it down not on to today? cut you off, touchdown, Longhorns. Good. 
Jordan Good. Humphrey, pass complete to Little Holland. Jordan. Little Jordan Little. Humphrey, yes. Little. Little Jordan Humphrey, two-yard Little. pass. That's a new thing. That's, yeah. a Tom yeah. Herman. That's a Tom Herman play, by the way. Goal line, he runs a reverse, he passes. Colin hey, Johnson. Be, uh, listen, Colin Johnson, too. I mean, step Colin up. Colin Johnson's he, big time. He's legit. He is big time. Humphrey and, and That Johnson. diving reception against TCU in the end zone, beautiful. The beautiful one play. thing that Texas has impressed me over the last few games now, Gutty went against K-State, Gutty went against TCU, but they've been doing it methodically, blue-collar approach. If they could take the game to Oklahoma in the trenches, they can they could pull away here and, and win this game by double digits. Oh, that would be – I mean, listen, that would be huge for Tom Herman at that point. At that point, you start talking about Texas as the favorite, obviously, to win the Big 12. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I they're mean, kind of still flying under the radar a little bit nationally. People aren't really believing it. I don't know. Maybe because it's, it's because, been Texas. Yeah, and also, you know, people, I guess, underwhelmed with the win against USC because the USC Trojans really yeah. aren't, you know, the golden boys. I think the best nice win, win was against TCU. Best win was TCU, I thought. Yeah, because they really manhandled them in the but second. They for a team T- that that beat them up. But they caught TCU off them. the perfect spot off that OSU game. They really did. Yeah, and Kansas State's not the team that. Oh, we've Kansas seen. State is a dog with yeah. fleas this year. That's yeah. the way they are. We'll see. This Snyder, is a make it or break a game. Now, obviously, they still have to play Oklahoma State. They do have to play Texas Tech at the end of the year that beat them last year. After they held that lead, Texas Tech came back and won that ball game 27 to 23, and they're playing much better this year early on. We'll see how they are at the end of the season. But uh, Texas is a, a legitimate Big 12 contender if they win this ball game. Listen, over if Kyler you're Tom Murray. Herman and you, all you need is just a little spark, a yeah. little bit of momentum. You need it's to take Texas. the pressure off. Kids in Texas still in their heart of hearts want to be Longhorns, but they want a reason to be a Longhorn. They want to think they can win Big 12 titles and national championship. If Tom Herman can create that, look out. This was a team, guys, last year that lost five games by 25 total points. I mean, they, they lost to... Oklahoma State at home by three. I'm on Texas plus the seven. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves as far as Texas winning the Big 12 here. (laughs) No, no, I'm saying. Let's just cover the seven. (laughs) Let's just cover the seven today. Joe Joe and I are big picture guys. We're always looking big picture. Gamblers are like now guys. All right, so let's talk about now ACC battle. Clemson, 18, 18, 18 and a half point favorites now. Over Wake Forest, it's an ACC battle that Clemson has won the last five by 23.8 points per game. They picked up this victory last year, 28 to 14. I don't like the way Clemson's playing. We spoke about it in the break. Yes, they're winning ball games, but close that defense to me is going through the motions. Clemson wins, but I think Wake Forest covers this number later. Joe, tonight. you're right. Uh, you know, some, sometimes teams, you know, they have the talent, but do they have the do they, do they have the passion, the heart? Do they have the execution to win a national championship, get to the playoffs and win it? I don't see that from Clemson right now, and, and that was the case last week. I know Trevor Lawrence was knocked out, but that Syracuse game, Syracuse is good this year. You should be beating, or you should be handling Syracuse a lot easier, especially at home. So, you know, can Clemson turn it up this week against Wake Forest? Possibly. One of the more interesting numbers I saw this week, Wake Forest against top 10 teams has lost 59 in a row. You would think just mathematically, out of one of those 60 games, you would pull a Pittsburgh. You know, Pat Narduzzi would show up and you'd beat somebody you're not supposed it to. It ain't happening today. Not happening today. You know, guys, you look at, you're right, Clemson are sort of sleepwalking. It's tough, Joe, to keep it. It shows how impressive what Alabama does over the years on a weekly basis. Good comparison. That intensity. Yeah. But you look at Clemson, they sort of, you know, they had an ugly win at Texas A&M. What do they do after that? 31-point win against uh, Georgia Southern. Um, you know, people weren't overly impressed with that. They tattooed Georgia Tech. I think going on the road might help them out here. This isn't a very good Wake Forest team. It's under three touchdowns. For me, it's um, it's it's Clemson or pass in this spot. Sitting at 20 and a half right now. Yeah, That's a key number with the 21. Yeah, I'm looking at a 21-24 point win here, Joe. I think over, too, in this matchup. The one thing for Wake Forest defensively, they're yeah. allowing 272 passing yards per game. That favors Lawrence, that favors Higgins, that favors ETN in the short to intermediate passing game. I think Clemson could put up points. But again, I, I like Hartman. Don't be shocked if Kendall Hinton isn't used in some sort of uh, special packages to put some pressure on Clemson's defense in terms of RPO uh, packages Yo, in this ballgame. I'm glad you brought up ATN because he was the star last week. Was, I mean, with, with the young quarterback in replacing Trevor Lawrence, 
He rushes for more than 200 yards, three touchdowns, the game winner. That's what they need. They haven't had that kind of a running back in the last couple of years. So Travis Etienne, really a key for that Clemson offense. I think if you're the Tigers, you got to go out, stop sleepwalking, take care of an inferior opponent. You know what I'll compare it to? Be Notre Dame yes. the way Notre Dame handled Wake Forest a couple yes. weeks ago. Here's That's a, what they have to do. Yeah, a big, exactly. Big play for Texas interception, driving Ooh. on uh, interception of Kyler Murray. That In- secondary of Texas, Very Chris good. Boyd, Caden Stearns have been fantastic. Fantastic. 14-0 uh, right now, West Virginia over Kansas. 7-0 Syracuse, early touchdown for Dino Baber's crew. 7-0 Rutgers. 7 nothing Rutgers. Lovey Smith Garnettia. doesn't win this ball game. He could be out after yeah, this Yeah, just week. go away, Lovey Smith. Oklahoma. It was a bad fit from the beginning. Yeah, it really was. Here's another Strange game. Fit. Big 12, you want to talk about numbers? Ohio State it, laying 26 and a half to Indiana. Ohio State since 1952. 53-2-2 and two over Indiana. They've won 23 straight games over the Hoosiers. And they won this matchup 49-21 to 21 last year and did cover the spread. OSU generally tattoo these guys for one reason. I love. This is one of my – I didn't put it on the sheet. One of my better plays. I like Indiana, Indiana. here. I think it's a great spot for the Hoosiers. You think they're a little Who's bit – Who's Ohio tough? State play next week? What do you think? It's a hangover no, from Penn I, State? It could be a hangover from I don't Penn think, State, I'll tell you though. this. I think, I think you're seeing the, the, the big number. A couple of reasons. 20, I looked at this game, too, and I was like, man, I want to take the Hoosiers plus 26. Yeah, but here's the thing why I think you're seeing it so high. Obviously, Ohio State, they came back. They won against Penn State. But more importantly, the number, 23 straight over Indiana. But Indiana – could have been looking ahead with Rutgers last week, and they only won that matchup by seven points on the road. I really like the way Peyton Ramsey's playing, but more importantly, this defense of Indiana only giving up 166 passing yards per game. Tom Allen has done a fantastic job. If they could force a lower-scoring game, keep Haskins on the sidelines, again, I don't think they'll win. But I think they're in this ball game from start to finish. They could, I could see them losing by 13, 17 points. I, I like the points here. Yeah, Ohio State covered last year. I think that was a Friday night yeah. opener. After and, 420 yards by Yeah, layout. but Indiana actually played quite well against Ohio State. I mean, they collapsed late. Maybe that happens again today. But I'm with Joe on this one. Indiana is an underrated football team. They play well defensively. They have somehow pieced together a ground game despite losing the majority of their running backs. And, and I am actually going to play on the fact that after that Penn State game, how are you getting back up for Indiana? I, I just I can't see them being that jacked game, up for Indiana. They'll be up for it, but I, I, yeah, not, I, I not say emotionally Ohio like Michigan State or by, Michigan State. by 18 to 20, and Indiana gets the cover. Alabama has already put up 21 points. <laughs> 10-7, Texas. There's five five minutes left in the first quarter, up 21 nothing. That's this, what they do. This is Alabama's best team. I know. Yeah, well, let's, I, I, let's, I, see, I, let's see when they play real teams because they have a cupcake schedule so far. Gabe, but I, I hope this they is don't another make level, the entire Rich. season anticlimactic because right now I'm starting to think that there may not be a team that could beat these Alabama Crimson Tide. I think and, and I hate when that happens. I, I, guys, so. they're LSU, double-digit favorites against anybody. I saw advanced oh, numbers. Yeah. Like, they're 12-point favorites I, against Clemson. Yes. They're 11-point favorites against Ohio but, State. Like, they're literally double-digit favorites against everybody. Uh, but That's here's scary. the thing. If LSU, let's say, blows out Florida. Let's say LSU blows out Georgia. LSU's so, the one tonic but, but over the LSU years. But is LSU, seriously, even though they've lost. No, they can't score enough to keep up with these guys. Yeah, That's the they, problem. I agree. Yeah, I don't I know. I agree. I don't what, know. What, what, now, and, and the, you, you might wind up being right. Who knows? I'm just saying if but they what, blow what is the line, Alabama-LSU? Well, is, it, is it 17? Well, LSU is lost seven straight to Alabama and have lost those games by 13 points per game. So the last time they were in Baton Rouge, they were down by three. They Where, lost where's the game this year? In Baton Rouge. So I still think it's it's north of two touchdowns. You easy. think so? You, yeah, that you, line. What do you think, Gabe? So if they're both, both teams are undefeated, would you put LSU I as think a 12 Alabama at LSU would be Alabama minus undefeated. 10 and a half. Oh, no, it'll be higher than that. They're, nah, you know. It'll be higher. They can't. Oh, they can't they're not higher. making it 17. No, I no it's going to be, it's gonna be above two touchdowns. I say they make it eight. I, I think All right, here it, it is. Let's see. Over two touchdowns. I say eight. If 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 both teams are undefeated November fifth, South was, South Point has Alabama minus ten at LSU. That's right oh, that's now. A, that's, that's, a, a, yeah. that's a gift. But that's, that's right gift. now. Yeah. I would lay that. I would lay that seven days a week. I wouldn't. I would take the eight with the, with the, If both teams are undefeated, I, I like LSU in that matchup. But we'll talk about that.
a little bit later. Let's talk about my Georgia Bulldogs that have dominated Vanderbilt. And we, we got some more games here, guys. I asked guys in the chat, so my bad. So right, no, just, we'll uh, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. Georgia, and then we'll get to the other games. Georgia's yep. dominated Vanderbilt. Picked up this win 45-10 to 10 last year in Nashville. Could Georgia possibly be looking ahead to LSU? I don't see it. They're averaging 250 rushing yards per game, Rich. I think they start fast and force Sermon into a high-scoring game. I think Georgia rolls here and covers this number later today. Yeah, I'm getting worried about Georgia and laying points. I mean, you know, I, 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 I don't have a strong opinion on this game. I, I wouldn't bet this game. But Vandy traditionally has played tough. They have a decent defense with Derek Mason. I'll take Georgia, but uh, not with a great deal of confidence at this point. Bulldogs have not looked great the last couple of weeks. They need to turn it up if they're going to be a true yeah. national champion. I think it's too many points, and I think Georgia is sort of, it's the same sort of... Uh, Are they not motivated? Kind of no, like Clemson? It's, it's the like Clemson, Clemson fatigue. Yeah, yeah. It's the Clemson fatigue. Yeah, They're wait, bored. These wake kids me, are wake bored. me up when it's the first Saturday Are we December? playing Auburn yet? Are we playing Alabama <laughs> right. yet? Right. I think it's one of those deals. Yeah, I, see, I, I didn't think they played well over the last couple of weeks. They've been walking through the motions. They, walk, they slept walk through the Tennessee yeah, game. They did. They're, They're doing did. just enough. Yeah, you they, know what I mean? They're just doing I, – I don't like it. I just They're doing just enough. Vanderbilt – if you looked at Vanderbilt last year, around this time, they started to wear down as they got into conference play, especially in run support. I mean, they it started with uh, Alabama. They gave up over 300 yards to that Alabama offense, and it just continued to the month of December. So when I look at this matchup, too, Georgia's won three of the last five over Vanderbilt and have won by 25 points per game. That's right where the number is. But I think it's high scoring, and I, I, I do think Georgia covers this number. I could see Georgia winning from by 38 to 40 points in this matchup. All right, we're being asked, James Ross, Navy Air Force, intriguing. Yep. Navy's not Navy. This no. isn't the Navy of the last couple of years. Air Force getting points on their home field. I'm leaning with the Flyboys here. Yeah, I like them. I mean, if you look at the series as well, if I'm not mistaken, I think the home team's covered four straight in that matchup. I like Air Force defensively holding Air the Force disappointed me against Nevada last yeah. week. I expected they more. Struggled, though, with and that was teams. a home game against Nevada. Yeah. So that, that was a bit of a disappointment yeah. for Our me. Our boy Drusilla, who's a regular viewer of the show, yeah. was at the sports book and jumped on Nevada last week. Good call. Fanatical Jim. Fanatical. Uh, what do you guys think? UTAP can it cover the twenty-seven no. against the Mean Green? Mason, Fine no, no, back. I would lay those points. Like, no, 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 no. Jim, don't do I it. I can't believe in UTEP on anything, and and right now Mason Fine in North Texas, he I think comes they, back from injury. So yeah. today, uh, I agree. Wyoming and Hawaii. I'll take this one right now. I don't really understand the number of this one, and the movement is coming down. Money's coming is down to two right now. It was three. This is a good Hawaii football team. It's five and one right now. These guys' goal was to make a bowl game. For them to be able to do this in the first Saturday of, uh, of October, are you kidding me? Cole McDonald had a farm. Unbelievable. Great job. Leading man. FDS. Dude, McDonald, McDonald comes in here. He's hard not to like this kid. Eh? The oh, hair, yeah. the tats. He's diving for first totally downs. Totally poised. He's yeah. like running around. It's contagious. They're, they're, they're hopped up for this game. I think Wyoming a little bit overrated coming into this game. I don't think Wyoming going to be able to trade points with yeah. them and keep up. I like why I like Hawaii to beat them. What do you guys think? Uh, I like Hawaii too. I mean, the one mo to beat Wyoming is speed teams. The way Washington State beat Wyoming, put the pressure on Vanderwall to beat you over the top. Playing from Craig behind. Bull has to figure out how to, to get an football. offense moving. I mean, he's got to figure out how to get an offense going. He couldn't do it with yeah. Josh Allen last year. Yeah. Last year, the, the, the offense was stale. Last right. year. With right. him, with Josh yeah. Allen. I got tired so, of the excuses last year that he, that he was without his top trip? receivers what's and running trip back. trip to Hawaii? You know? I, I, it's no, a bad. I, I, listen, I love, I love what Rolovich has done and, and Cole McDonald. So, they yeah. were huge. Uh, Wyoming was a hot team What's the number on that, by the way? It's down to two. They're they're laying two at home to Hawaii. Wyoming. Hawaii were only I thought only three. I thought I thought Hawaii should be five and a half six point yeah. favorites. They they were laying three. The betting markets bet it down to two right now. Late night special. Yeah, but normally the Hawaii's a leap of faith to generate. You know, God, I'm drunk and I'm betting on Hawaii here and just hope for the best. They're a good team. Yeah, they're five and one on their home field against an inept Wyoming offense. I got to win the game by yeah. two points. Making you, plays on defense as well. It's not just Cole McDonald. Well, if you want to make a case for Wyoming, if you're going to beat Hawaii, you want to run the football, keep McDonald on the sidelines. Nico Much Evans the way doing that, yeah. Army did in that 28-28 to one home win over Syracuse. Uh, 14-0. This yeah. pit team is the pits. Yeah. Bye-bye, Pat no But Are you kidding me? When we come back, we'll be talking about our best bets. Keep it where it is.
Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. on college football today brought to you by bet dsi joe lisi rich sermonello and gabe morenci gonna break down our best bets for today three of mine are already underway michigan state facing northwestern they're down seven to three but i still like the spartans in that matchup utah gets the outright win over stanford and and kj costello a little bit later today Florida State plus the 14 also like Florida State on the money line not sold on Miami South Carolina down 14 to 7 but they're catching a point and a half still like them Mississippi State I think strikes the upset over Auburn Auburn 12 and 13 on the road since 2014 Arkansas just scored a touchdown plus the 35 over uh, Alabama and Georgia. And remember at the top of the program, one of my best bets was over 57 and a half in the Alabama game. Already 28 points and we're not even out of the first. Quarter. Wow. And Georgia to paste Vanderbilt a little bit later today, Rich. Yeah, my 12 o'clock is Texas. Don't know the scores. It's still 7-7. 10-7. 10-7 horns. 10-7 horns. Uh, Texas getting whatever Texas is getting. 7-7 seven, seven plus. Uh, I, I like Notre Dame. Listen, I'm I'm not believing that this is the time ND goes down. They, they might lose a regular season game. I don't think this is the moment. Not sold on Virginia Tech. This is still the team that two weeks ago could not stop Blake LaRussa and Old Dominion. So give me the Irish. Give me Ian Book and Dexter Williams out of the backfield. I like Iowa. Too much defense against Minnesota. Laying six, six and a half, seven, whatever number it is you get. I think we were in at about six, six and a half. Minnesota's not going to have enough offense against Iowa. Iowa defense, one of the tops in the country. If they get anything out of Nate Stanley, uh, Noah Fant at tight end, Torin Young at running back. I think Iowa will be fine. Uh, Boise State seems unconventional. I think at the beginning of the week, I would have said San Diego State getting two touchdowns. Love the Aztecs. Not the case here. Give me Boise State. More complete team offensively, defensively. San Diego State hurting in the backfield. No Jawan Washington at running back. Still with the backup quarterback, Ryan Agnew. I don't think the Aztecs have enough offensively to cover this game. Wisconsin Lane 17. Someone please tell me why that number continues to come down. I thought this should have been closer to 23, 23 and a half points. Now, last we had was 17, and it might be going further south from that. So I like Wisconsin over Nebraska laying 17 points. I think they'll just ram it down their throat. No, oh, by the way, Alex Hornibrook quietly becoming a good compliment to Jonathan Taylor out of the backfield. Two small school games in honor of uh, our buddy Gabe. Give me UAB getting nine and a half over Louisiana Blazers. Tech. Last five games as a road underdog, Bill Clark, 5-0 and against the spread, UAB head coach, with four outright upsets. I like UAB. And finally. Oh, yeah. do I smell? Do I, do I feel heat? Jerry, there flames? Jerry Falwell. There's flames. Out from the depths of hell. Jerry Falwell and Liberty giving four points out to New Mexico State. Here's my prediction, guys. A lot of people on the left think Jerry Falwell Jr. is going to (laughs) They play New Mexico State twice. This is part of a home-and-home series in 2018. They're laying four. When they come back to Virginia, it's going to be a 14-point spread. I can't do it. You guys know I was on Liberty in week one. Steven I won. I've lost like twice. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. They didn't Liberty. stay in New Mexico. That's the only thing I don't like. I don't have a feel for, for UAB because originally I liked UAB, but it's Skip Holtz. And Skip Holtz, oh, I think he's a terrible coach. You know, I skip, know. Yeah, you, there's every week there's like a skip, little skip. I don't jab. like Skip Holtz. Skip uh, or Bill Snyder, he's got to take pot uh, shots at. Well, we're starting to Bill get the Snyder's best. Bill Snyder's got to go. We're, just, start, yeah. we're starting to. He started. He was on crack. Bill Snyder five years ago. I, I, think, oh, I think Snyder. I was gave on him when he had El Robertson. My guy's Clay Helton. <laughs> I don't understand how Clay Helton has that job, but but nevertheless, all right. So uh, I gave you guys Alabama, Arkansas earlier as one of my best bets of the day. We gave you the Texas Longhorns plus the points as one of our best bets of the day. Uh, we're on the over of that football game. We're on the Gamecocks. They're down fourteen seven right now. But uh, how about them Tigers? How about LSU? We're gonna go with Coach uh, Coach Ed here and. Uh, we can get it done on the road against a very tough Florida team. Um, 
Florida, to me, it's a letdown after that big win last week against Mississippi State. I love Mullen. I think he's a great coach. Uh, but, man, LSU are 10-2 and two, um, their last 12 games on the road in, uh, in SEC play. I'll take the LSU Tigers here. Feeling a little bit concerned here about this Colorado-Buffalo game. I know it's going to go back and forth. It's going to be a fun game to watch, Arizona State and Colorado. But I'm going to ride the hot team on their home field here. I'm riding a hot hand with the Kentucky Wildcats. We talked about this game earlier. Um, you know, Benny Snell is probably the best running back right now in the SEC. Wilson doesn't do a lot in the quarterback position, but Stoops doing a hell of a job. And it's all about in the trenches, guys. And Kentucky can win the battle in the trenches. I don't think they're going to be overwhelmed going into college station. I don't think they worry about the 12th man stuff. They went into Gainesville and they got it done there. They can win here. And in closing, uh, Hawaii, 5-1 and one football team. Laying two points against a struggling Wyoming team that's going to look at this as a vacation more than anything else. Give me Hawaii. Hawaii. Over. I like the over there, though. I think somehow, some way, even if Wyoming does run the football, there will be points in that What's match. the current number over there now? Now one, the total. That one, I don't know. I, I saw it quickly. It's probably in the mid-50s. 55. Yeah. Very manageable. I mean, Hawaii. I, I, can't, can't, I can't argue, yeah. You need yeah. help from Wyoming, though. That's, yeah, that's but the I, problem. If they can run the football, I, I don't see Hawaii shutting down the run. They're going to get some yards. Question is, it does Wyoming control the clock and keep Hawaii on the sidelines? Wyoming guys haven't scored more than they scored 29. Uh, they scored 29 in week one. Remember, they played New Mexico State. We're on that game. Since then, they have not scored more than 19 points in a football game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Drew Locke and the crew starting to move the football. They're on the uh, South Carolina four. That's a coach I want to rip. Will Muscamp. To me, this guy's way overrated. If he loses this game, I mean, I get old with my quarterback. So it's always excuses with they him. They over-exceeded expectations last year. You know year, what I, I said about Muschamp early? I was either week one or week two we were on the air. He uh, wins Mus- the games he's not supposed exactly. to. Exactly. Will Muschamp is, is good when he's an underdog coach, when the expectations are high. This Even going like back to the Florida days, back like to the a, Florida yeah. days, when he has expectations, he's uh, he's a mediocre yeah, coach. We'll I see. like Gabe's pick of LSU. I, I like that one most of all. And and Kentucky, the one thing I'll say, even though I'm on Texas A&M, yeah, that's not a lot of respect for Kentucky to be laying six points to a team that has played better. Five and oh. Yeah, it's team, not like they're fluke wins. Some teams are be four and zero. Colorado's four and zero hasn't beaten anybody. Kentucky's got quality wins. Yeah, I'll say this: Mississippi about, State quality win. Florida, Florida quality win. Yeah. South Carolina, eh, a win. Not bad. I, li- still, I like LSU. The conference win. LSU, to me, people are selling them short, and they're battle-tested. I like that recipe. Plus, they're laying less than a field goal on the road. I, that's a manageable game. I could see them They're going to harass one. Felipe Franks. Greedy Williams, Greedy Williams yes. in that secondary, I, yeah. and Aranda. I like Aranda and that defense better than I like Franks in that offense. So, all things being considered... Agreed. I think LSU does have the better defense in this matchup. So the one game that I like out of all my picks, as not just the early ones, but I, I still hang my hat on the Bulldogs with Miss State. I like them and I like Utah tonight. But Miss State, to me, uh, is a team that I think pulls the outright upsets. Just not Guys, sold on Auburn. A big-time a big game that we didn't talk about, or a big-time team we didn't talk about at all, really. Washington and UCLA? Yeah. I what, take what's the, your take, I, Joe? 21 points? Uh, everybody was on... UCLA against Colorado, and they got burned. And rightfully so, because I don't think UCLA is a dominant team. But Washington does face Oregon, which is a bitter rivalry game next week. People don't realize from the West Coast, I mean, the West Huge Coast people do, hatred. How, the hatred for Washington yeah. and Oregon. My, my friend Tony Paris used to tell me, eight-time All-Pro for San Francisco, we hate each other. Mm. And to look ahead to that matchup, this is a game that somehow, some way, Chip Kelly will cover. I agree. You know, <laughs> I totally this agree. This is a game. I saw this like you know, a week you'll, ago. You'll I see, thought about this a week you'll ago. You'll see Washington yeah. pace BYU you know and go. The problem is Washington sort of tap out around 28, 30 points all the time. Yeah, I agree. So you're not going to cover these big numbers, right? Well, yeah. It's a tough one at 21. But Washington. I, UCLA or pass. I don't love it. I, I just How see Cal somehow. Arizona? Some, how does you. Cal? I thought about this. You know, everybody's going to sleep on UCLA, even though they got pasted by Colorado. The first half played a little bit better. We're running the ball. The, the young quarterback's getting older week after week. I, I think They're he finds a win. way. They, and, they lose and, and listen, by 17. I know it's historical, and these are different teams. Washington hasn't won in Pasadena in more than two decades. Yeah, I think, you know, you're great and bare. You hold your nose, and yeah, you, not, you hope for the 21. Not a, not a best bet, but I, I would take the point. Now, another Pac-12 game here. We got Cal in Arizona. Yeah. 
Cal last week, you know, they, they, they were catching Oregon in a good spot coming off that loss, and they couldn't take advantage of it. What do you make of this one? I now, like Arizona. They, yeah, it's hard not to like Arizona in this I spot. I like Arizona in that matchup. I Two schizophrenic me. teams. Cal doesn't have the offense at no, this point. Defensively solid. Can't position. figure a quarterback out. They're trying to use Brandon McIlwain as a little bit of a RPO option to complement Chase Garbers. But right now, they have nothing offensively. Not blocking for Patrick Laird. No. Wide receivers are, are average. Seems but like a good spot for Arizona. I can't figure either either of these teams out, though. Both of these teams just do not Cal, have a true identity. Cal struggles with speed teams. They struggle with the speed of Oregon. Teams that could stretch that defense vertically. And to me, that's why I like Arizona. Now, I'm not in with Kevin Sumlin. I'm not in with the consistency of Khalil Tate in this ballgame in any capacity. I just think when you look at the second half of that matchup against USC, to me, they started to find cohesiveness. And again, I think it's a speed issue. Cal, not as fast as as Arizona in this matchup. Yo, keeping it, in, keeping it in the Pac-12, one team that has surprised me this year that I was really down on, expected them to fall apart, is Washington State has yeah. played very well. In fact, I, I've been looking at reports lately that Gardner Minshew is now being considered as someone who the scouts want to really pay attention yeah. to. NFL scouts think he'll have a shot to maybe get drafted and make an NFL roster. So Mike Leach is at it again with his quarterbacks, laying, what, 17 against yeah, Oregon 17, State. Yeah, 17, but I like Oregon points. State here. I at mean, home. a gutty win against Utah. They came from behind uh, to win that ball game. They trailed 24-21, picked up the 28-24 to victory. But I agree with you. I picked them at the start of the year, 8-4. and four. Didn't think they'd be an elite team, 10-2 and two in that area. But just thought the transition of Minshew from East Carolina, same type of scheme, would fit in. I mean, the one thing for Washington State, if they can run close to 100 yards per game, they're going to win ball games because they can maintain the time of possession. The one thing I think about at Oregon State, though, they're playing well under, I mean, from an offensive perspective, averaging close to 31 points per game. They put up 30 yeah. on Ohio State. No reason That's to some think big it, plays in that yeah, game. 10 Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah, 14-14. How about them Pitt Panthers responding? 14-3 Northwestern over Michigan. Yeah, of course. They made a mistake with my ticket. I knew it wasn't going to win. And I what really, is the score? You, know what, you can go 14, screw yourselves, Marty. You guys suck. You've always sucked. You always three. will suck. Boston College on the 32. Nothing going on. And, in fact, A.J. Dillon out in that matchup. Not in the ballgame. We'll see. Uh, Looks Illinois like Arkansas driving. driving, no? I can't see. I'm on air here. Rich has got the update with Arkansas. I hope they're driving. Yep. You notice the ladies walk by, but you can't see the TV. Well, 21 to seven, West Virginia over Will Greer and the crew. I like that. I like the way Kansas is playing early on. We'll see. Can uh, West Virginia win the Big Twelve? We've talked yeah, a lot about Oklahoma. They play Texas. Oklahoma. They still play Texas. That's the one thing when we talk about Texas. I say no. Texas plays Oak State. Texas plays West Virginia, and Texas plays Texas Tech. Mm. West Virginia plays Oklahoma. West Virginia still has to play Oklahoma State, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. So, see how those games play out a little bit later. Oh, how, about, how, about, how about UCF SMU? Yeah, that's a game. UCF Lansing No, I love SMU with the with the points. Here's the here's why I like that. Every I was wrong on UCF last week. They laid double digits against Pittsburgh. They pasted Pittsburgh. That was the national game that everybody was looking on. SMU. They have a chip on their shoulder, Joe. They don't let up. They, I know, but run. I still think they could score some points on UCF. What's their I'm winning streak up to now, these guys? 17, 18? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Gotta be, I, I was going to guess 16, 19, 20, but, whatever. But let me, let they me don't ask let you. up, guys. That offense, Scott Frost isn't there, but they haven't missed a damn beat. If they run the table, I know they're not going to make the playoffs, but... I mean, how much of a gripe do you have if you're UCF and you've gone undefeated? That's back a feather to back in the cap, it, dude. If they go twenty-four and zero type thing, Rich, twenty-five and zero, and don't even I'll get let them a walk around shot. whatever damn T-shirt they want. Yeah, you know, they yeah. make up whatever you want. You're right because they can deal undefeated again. They're not going to get in. No. Then no. they can say, guys. You and know? as a fan, I would like to see it. That that would be compelling they to me. They beat Auburn. You know? I mean, I wouldn't want to see it against Alabama. Well, I think, I think if but they show me undefeated. UCF Clemson. I'd like to see that football game. If they go really undefeated would. this year, because they beat Auburn in the bowl game, I think they'll have much more credibility. They should. Uh, they, but, but I'm saying I think because of that. Now, yes. if they would have played. The schedule is just if, so if soft in a regular season. If they would have played Cincinnati tough. in a bowl game and won that game That's by fair 63. Point. That's a very fair point. I don't think the committee would view that as the same way as, right. okay, they already beat Auburn when Auburn knocked off Alabama and Georgia yeah. and had 
the second number two yeah. ranking in college There's football. There's a lot of cachet so, in that So now, in that Peach Bowl if they go undefeated and are conference champs and there's the ability, if there's no Pac-12 team, if Washington State loses and we look at the Big 12 somehow, some way, if Oklahoma or some of these there's other teams have, there. Yeah. then I think UCF gets in. Outside of that, Honestly, I knocked them. I didn't like the whole national championship uh, you know, thing that they put forward last year. I thought it was kind of hollow. Uh, it was a Kali matrix national championship. But having said that, if you could run the table in back-to-back seasons, that is so impressive. And the way they're doing it, the points that they're scoring last year with Shaquem Griffin, I'd like to see them have that shot. That's a game I would like to see. We're, we're seeing a lot of Clemson, Alabama, well, we a lot of Ohio playoff. State. Because yeah. we're not going to see it. All right, guys, we've only got a couple of minutes left or a minute or something like that. Didn't make the cut for my best bet list, but I'm heading over to the sports book now with the crew, and uh, I'm going to take FSU plus the points. I love I'm FSU. taking FSU plus the points. Wasn't on our best bet it list, is. but I want to tell you guys, I can't refuse 13, 14 points with these guys in an in-state rival. They all know each other, these kids. It's the triumvirate. We, 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 we're all on Florida State. It's yeah, great go. bets. The Here's dope. the thing. Arkansas fumbles on the one-yard yeah, line. Yeah, of course. For, That's uh, great for, for my I'm watching it, yeah. Unbelievable. NC State up 7-0 on BC. I mean, it's a great slate of action. If you think this weekend is good, I don't know if you've looked at Next week weekend, seven. I already looked ahead. It's un- Michigan State, Penn State, Colorado, USC. I mean, great games. Of Wisconsin, Wisconsin versus Michigan, Michigan, LSU, Georgia next weekend. I We might need a four-hour yeah. show. Let's lobby for the fourth yes. hour next week. On location next week somewhere at the Sportsbook. Set it up, Gabe. Set us up at the at the sports book. We'll be on location. Yeah, we'll uh, we, we'll we'll, uh, we'll look into that. <laughs> we'll told- have to speak. We'll have to speak to manage. We'll have to go through. But there's been yeah, we've been down this road. We've done shows there. We've done shows there. Throw- Next show we do in a book will be at Monmouth. Okay. All right. Let's do it there. That's closer to Rich and I. We'll, yeah. you know, yeah. we'll be yeah. doing yeah. that. Sure. Maybe Short next trip. week we'll come out to Monmouth. You know? I'll say this. After that, you come and uh, come to my house, swim in the pool. One pick of mine. Yeah. One pick of mine that didn't make the cut, but I like Baylor today laying five over K-State. I do too. K-State yeah. allowing opposing offenses 49% on third downs, negative in turnover margin, not running the football, and struggle with speed teams. This is a team in Matt Rule and Baylor that's buying into the system. I love what Charlie Brewer is doing. It matters to Baylor. I agree with you, Joe. This matters to Baylor because Baylor is still in that mode second year with Coach Rule. Baylor is still looking to get into the postseason. Kansas State, I think they're running on fumes. This is a miserable football team this year. Gabe, any uh, parting thoughts with a pick before we go? Now I'm going to lock it in on uh, on FSU on the way out uh, here. And as far as the later games, like I said, I'm tempting fate. I'm going to go with Virginia Tech uh, here this evening. And another bet, didn't make our best bet list, but... Auburn just owned Mississippi State. I'm going to take the Auburn Tigers. I like that game as well. We're against each other. For Rich Sermonello and Gabe Morenci, I'm Joe Lisi. Have a great weekend. We'll see you in week number seven. There's nothing better than college football. Have a great weekend, everyone.